Welcome to another, we're getting straight into it today. Welcome to another episode of Unscripted Exchanges. I'm I'm excited to be here tonight, Aiden. Dude, I am pumped. I'm turning up my energy. You saw me before, I was a little bit, you know, low with my energy, but that is now changing now that we're live. Well, honestly, like, it's funny because when I got here, for you listeners, I Hayden always talked about his DIY projects, and I'm like, oh, cool, you've done a lot of cool stuff. Like, who'd you hire? And I get here, and this dude's, like, out back, and it's freezing cold right now. And he's <laughs> he's out back with his head his earmuffs on. Like, he's got his sweatshirt over, and he's building, like, these gazebo-type structures in his backyard. And I'm like, this is legit. I was so impressed, I had to FaceTime my wife to show her. <laughs> So you're being too nice. Cole. He's definitely like, yeah. So just so you guys know, I'm not going to share his cell phone on here, but you can definitely give him a call. <laughs> Reach out to Hayden for any DIY projects. Uh, but no, I'm glad I'm glad you're bringing the energy level up a little bit. Dude, I got to match your energy or come close because I'm not going to match your energy. That's because I get through like the low, then I have to dial it up. So I guess you would agree that you feed off the energy of others more times than not? Is that a true statement? You know what? That's a great thing to actually get into. Let's do it. That's yeah, why. I like that. Yeah, I do. So I'm what we, I actually want to give you this. So we're jumping into like, I think this is a cool, something actually I learned a few years ago. I heard this analogy and I was actually taught, I can't remember who I was talking to, but it, it somehow came across like how everybody's wired differently. Mm-hmm. meaning again like some people get energy or motivation from certain things and some people get them from other things right well they simply this part i can't remember i wish i could remember so i give them a shout out but they simplified it for me we were talking they were actually talking we were talking about my relationship with my wife right mm-hmm. and how you know i'm more extroverted and and yada 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 and she's more introverted by and, definition by I definition think, yeah. by definition yeah but he simplified it into an analogy about a battery. And they said, okay, Cole, you're like a battery and that gets f- juiced up when you're out interacting with people. Mm-hmm. So when, you're, when you don't have enough interaction with people, your battery's low. Mm-hmm. So you're feeling more lethargic. You're feeling more down. You're not as motivated. Your battery's not full of energy. But when you get out and you interact with people and you socialize and you're engaged – your battery fills up. So when you got a full battery, that's when you're able, this is like psychology kind of stuff. He's like, that's when you're able to go actually go chill out and be by yourself. And like, you have a full battery. So you're like, you're feeling great, right? Well, your wife, Amanda, my wife is, is the opposite. Her battery. So when, when I do that, I can go then be introverted. So once I've got a full battery, I can go have that alone time, go read a book, right? I've done, well, her battery gets filled up by the opposite. So her battery gets filled up by sitting at home, by not engaging, by not having to talk as much. So when she's had enough alone time, some enough time to collect her thoughts, do what she needs to do, not be engaging like me, that's when her battery gets full, and then she can go and engage with others. So it was really interesting because it, it made me think, you saying that, it's so spot on to my personality. I think we, we all have a different way of being charged up. And figuring out what that way is is so critical to like having a balanced like daily life. Mm. Like you can live a really fulfilling, balanced life where you're not going through such super highs and lows if you figure out how your battery gets charged. And for me, my battery gets charged from talking to you, from being around people. 
Yours might be from diving into a home project or reading a book or going and exercising. And then you're able to go out and do that other stuff because you filled your battery up. Dude, what an analogy. Isn't well, that interesting? Well said, yeah. Are you going to take credit for that? I mean, I wish I could give a shout out. I can't remember. It was like a really deep... Shout out to unknown. Shout out to un- at unknown. <laughs> I mean, it was a really deep conversation, but I-, I think for our listeners, it's something that you guys can all relate to. And and I think identifying, for me, I used to like struggle with that, with identifying like, or having a problem with that. Like, well, why can't I just be alone more? Like, why can't... I- and I realize that like that's just who I am. Like I need to be talking to people. I need to be engaging. That's how I that's just the way I'm wired. So when I get that, when I set myself up for those opportunities, then I'm able to go have more focus in this or have that alone time or go for a hike because I filled my battery up. So people, figure out what fills your battery up. Yeah, you had one uh word that really resonated with me, and that was balance. Like you said, there's going to be people that sway more one way than the other, such as yourself. Like you definitely feed off of the energy of others. Whereas myself, I'm more like your wife and definitely fill up my battery in different ways. Um, but it is important to find that right balance in life. Now you're never going to really get it to be 50, 50 per se, but it is important to understand, okay, how can I fill up my battery being around other people? Um, although, you know, I don't, probably excel at it as well as you do, um, or maybe enjoy it as much. Um, but again, there's times where I need to step out of my comfort zone and be around, you know, large crowds of people and and talk with them, uh, and and get in energy from them. So the point that I wanted to make or just reiterate is your call out with having a balanced life and making sure that you understand one, how do you typically build your energy or feed your battery, as you said? Um, but then, two, making sure that you understand, like, how can I find that right balance? And it's definitely not easy, and it's something that's different for each and every individual. But again, just want to do piggyback onto what you said. Well, I think it's, I think you're, you're I mean, you're spot on because we are all all different, and finding that balance. Yes, Lee, uh, uh, my my recommendation to anybody is like stop questioning why you are the way you are and lean into who you are. Meaning lean into what's going to help you find that balance, lean into what makes you feel like you're charged up. Mm. So if that's you know going and 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 being alone for a little bit or needing to to socially distance because you're yeah, I don't mean like in covid socially distance but like meaning to like distance yourself and go be alone or go go do something solo or go for a drive and go shopping whatever it is figure out like what that is and lean into that and and embrace that because what that's going to do is going to charge your battery up. It's going to give you what you need to be able to then go out and put yourself in uncomfortable situations, right? Or uncomfortable things like, Hey, if I'm more of an introvert, I need to make sure that I've gotten that time by myself Mm -hmm. and now I feel good. Now I can go out and take that leap of faith and take that and make that journey. So I think it's, um, it's just something I've learned that has been really rewarding for me and that I've figured out a, how to accept who I am and accept that that's, that's something I need. It's not a want. That's not a, Oh, I can tough it out. That's not, you know what I mean? It's not like, I'm going to work through this. Like, no, I need people. I have to be, I need to be around people. That's what gets me going. And I accept that. I love that about myself. And so we're all different, 
but finding that like that balance and then f- leaning into it that leaning into like who you are and then being able to carry that through other uncomfortable situations things critical live life be you live life be you that's man. the motto man love it i just thought of this as you were uh talking about that do you think that there is a correlation and stay with me here a strong correlation maybe not with people that are by definition more extroverted do you think they prefer telling people what they're going to do before they do it versus an introvert wants to make sure they've done whatever it is before they go out and tell people i think it's an age thing I don't think it has any, I don't think I don't know if there's a direct correlation with that because actually it's th- just a random thought. Too. Yeah, no, no, it's a good random thought because mm-hmm. I, I, I get my brain running a hundred miles an hour <laughs> because I, I think that's a misnomer a little bit because just because you're extroverted doesn't mean you need to go blast to the world what your plans are. Right. You know what I mean. But a lot of people do do that, and I think that has to do with like you know who you are as a person, how you like what you know. And what motivates you? Because I think some people. Well, you want engagement from people, probably. Sorry to jump you, you, you in. Want, you want and some that's people why to, you want to tell. Support that. And yeah. you also, maybe that's motivating for you. Mm-hmm. Maybe, like, if you go speak it, then, like, you know that you're going to hold yourself accountable because you already told people about it. Yeah. Um, versus, you know, for me, I actually used to do that. And I think we've talked about this. I used to be that, that extrovert that also did that. Mm-hmm. And I should, like, back in December. I remember calling my wife and saying, "You know what? I'm done telling everybody what I'm going to do. I'm going to I I, I want to engage with, but I don't need to make it all about what I'm going to do. I'm just going to do it yeah. because it's good for me. I don't need your approval or your motive. So for me now, I don't I don't really talk about what I'm going to do all that much. I just do it and I just find other things to talk about. And so but before were you seeking approval? I think so. Is that what it was? I think so. I was thinking, I think I was like, or wanting to have something, you know, maybe a little bit of insecurity of, of not thinking what I had to say was interesting enough, unless it was like something big, like a big goal. Right. It's fun to tell me, well, I got this big goal, big, but what I've, I've kind of realized over the past four or five months by making that little effort is that I'm a lot, I'm able to like engage in such deeper conversations Mm. and also learn more about others because then it just doesn't go down that rabbit hole of what Cole's going doing. It's like, hey, let's talk about what you you have going on in your life. Like, I want to hear that. And then you just get so much deeper. And some people might ask you what's going on, but like to me, I'm just going to go do it. I don't, I don't, I don't care what you think of it. Like, that's remarkable to hear. You're growing. I'm growing, right? dude. Every day, by definition, or in my opinion, you're you're growing every you're day. Yeah. And um, I think it's just that mindset of. Yeah, you get you grow older and you, you you make changes that maybe nobody ever told me like you talk too much about what you're gonna do, Cole. Nobody ever cared. People probably liked that I did, right? But I cared. Yeah, I felt like I was running my mouth too much and not listening enough. Right. I mean, I'm not gonna psychoanalyze you, and you know, you you kind of were just describing this, but maybe there was a point in time where you cared a little bit too much about the opinions from other people when you were telling them what you were gonna do, whatever it might have been. Um, and, and the point being whether or not that's truly the case, like try not to get too caught up in worrying about the opinions of other people. I know we all want that recognition, uh, from human beings or other human beings, but there's going to be times where people just don't agree with what 
you're setting out to do, right, like right. what your goals are. And sometimes that's all right. So like, don't be in your head, I guess is what I'm trying to say, uh, too much worried about, well, if I do this, like what are people going to react or how are they going to react or what are they going to say? Who really cares at the end of the day? I mean, there's definitely some situations where you got to take things into uh, further uh, consideration, but still, nine out of ten times, try not to worry about, okay, what is so-and-so going to say if I end up doing this? Like, who cares, right? You're trying to live your own life. If you think it's going to make you a better person and if it helps other people out too, then by all means, go out and do it, you know? Well, I think, too, an underlying theme of that is reflecting on, like, why are you why do you feel the need? What's the reason you're sharing that? Mm. Like, right? And why, why, why did I need to go share what my, my mission or my goals were? Well, was it, was it a, cause I wanted people to think better of me. Is that necessarily the right, right reason? Right. Is that, is that actually like, now am I going down this hole of like, I care too much. What other people think is it, or is it B I'm sharing it because it's, it's, I'm excited about it and it, it might impact them or they might, and they might engage with it, and it's coming from a place of love and excitement and true and, and true just exhilaration about it. And if you look at that and you say, okay, it's that reason, then share it. But if you're looking at it going like, my reason's like purely, for me at least, I'm looking at it going, why am I sharing? Why do I feel the need to share this? And if it, if it checks off that first box, I don't need to share it. If it's in that, if it's the, if that's the reason, then I gotta I gotta go back in my in my mind and, and search my soul and say, hey, why am I really? Do I even want this? If I only want to share it so people think they think something of me or have an opinion, then do I really want it? Is it really for me? And the answer might be no. So identifying like why you're sharing that information, why you're sharing those goals. You know, we share some goals on here, mm-hmm. and we're sharing those goals because a I believe in manifestation. We both believe in that, making our goals happen. Um, we want our you guys as listeners, our listeners, to, to know the journey we're on, to know that this is what we're shooting for now. And we want to inspire and motivate others to that's why do their own right. things in life. You know, build their own uh, company, have their own story. Like we want to inspire you guys as well. We don't want you guys just to be like, oh, well, Cole and Hayden are awesome people, but like, what about me? Like, we want you to go out and live your lives. Don't be like us. Have your own story. Be the author. I love it. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. So I think I think for me that that that's that that touches close to home because we all go through those phases of life. And I've just I've definitely been checking myself more about why I'm sharing what I'm sharing. Hmm. And do I need to share it? Like and what like what's sharing it gonna do for me? If it's if I'm sharing it for the wrong reasons, I'm just not gonna share it. Yeah, I like all that. Now this kind of bleeds into another topic here, but I think it's very related as we talk about show and tell and telling people like sometimes or at times our aspirations, but at times we want to keep things private to ourselves. But what kind of legacy would you like to leave at the end of time? I was I was wondering if you were going to throw something like that in there, um, legacy or what does legacy mean to you? Because there can be a million different definitions. What what does legacy mean to you, and what kind of legacy would you like to leave? Well, there's so many different like forms of legacy. Sure, I guess right. Yeah. Um, 
Maybe I can lead if you I was want about me to, to just throw it back to you because I'm mulling it over a bit. Yeah, I'm always good at throwing things your way first, which I, gives I'm gonna me hit it time back. to think. Yeah. And now I'll start. That way you can kind of curate your You're batter up. So a legacy to me is something that you're known for, people remember you by. Um, so a lot of times it's usually when you are no longer physically present on this earth. My mind first goes to what do you want people to say about you at your funeral? Um, and to me, like I want to leave a legacy behind that is inspiring and motivates other people to one, be their authentic selves and two, go out and live your life. Like I said, you are the author of your own story or your own book. No one has the life that you have. So I want to inspire people through the way that I've lived my life. I want them to be able to reflect and say, okay, if Hayden did it his way, like I want to do things my way, which is fantastic. Like we all have our uniqueness on this earth. So I want to inspire people, um, to live a life that is very authentic. Um, and I also just want people to push beyond their limits mm-hmm. or their initial limits um, because more times than not, growing up, we're always told that a lot of things are probably not attainable for whatever reason. And I would say it's debatable at least 50% of the time that those things quote unquote things could be attainable. It's just mindset Mm -hmm. and finding a way to push through or a way to overcome those temporary obstacles. Now it might not be something that you end up achieving right away, but it's something that you're able to unlock one way or another. So I want to inspire people to test their own individual limits. Like that's the type of legacy or things that I want to leave Mm -hmm. Uh, behind at the end of the day. Um, God willingly, I I hope I'm here for a lot longer. I mean, I think I'm starting to build that brand for myself and share that with the world, but I still have a long way to go and I want to learn from others too along the way. But that's what it means to me in terms of what type of legacy and how I want to leave that legacy behind. No, I I love that. I think, you know, the the cool part about what I heard you saying, Hayden, is inspiring others. And like, and however you can do that, you want your legacy to have, have moved people forward in their lives, however that was. And I think it's funny that we you brought this up because, you know, we, we, we kind of kicked it around right before we jumped on. But it, I didn't really call it legacy. But the other night I was thinking about how we're 30 episodes in. Mm. And... Which is crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> and, awesome. And the reason we... I had to, somebody ask, like, hey, tell me about unscripted exchanges. And, and I, I gave the kind of the background about how we you know knew each other as in, in grade school and high school, and we got back together, and yep. we both wanted to just add value into this world. And we were looking for a way to do that, get our voices out there. Mm-hmm. And I thought this to myself, if nothing else comes out of this... We have a uh, like a biography of our thoughts and our values 
in a video format mm-hmm. and on like a pot, like literally on like a soundbite format. We have records. Like, we've got literally records mm-hmm. of of way, the way we think, the way we operate, and and at the end of the day, like how cool is that? That when we're dead and gone, like this will still be somewhere. Like this is part of our legacy. Like we we are inspired. I believe inspiring others to act and move by creating something that can be shared and be preserved. So there's that aspect of legacy where it's in business and and reaching out to others. That's huge for me. And I just think it's just so cool that correlates. And then, you know, for me going into like other aspects of legacy, because I, I think about my daughters, right? My mm-hmm. family and my relationships with my friends and my wife and my daughters and my parents and my siblings, all of these people in my life. And I, I, I ask myself, and it dictates a lot of the way I go, is what are they going to think of me when I'm gone? Or if, if, I were to, if I were to die tomorrow, like wh- what did these people, how did I inspire their lives? What did, what did I leave behind in them that is going to push them forward in life? And, and for me, those relationships are my biggest legacy I'll ever leave behind, no matter how many podcasts we do, no matter how many millions of dollars I make or don't make, no matter how successful my business has become, no matter how many... All the personal accolades are second. It's irrelevant to me. Yeah, Those are great. They're secondary. Yeah. Because what's really, really, really important for me is in my legacy, what hits home and and hits my heart really hard and and gets my gears turning is the impact i can have on those people that i have relationships with how can i make sure that how i'm treating them and what i'm doing for them is going to last far beyond when i'm here and that comes with your daughters right your kids you know you've got kids what are you instilling in them that maybe they're not going to be 30 40 50 years on the line go i'm doing this because my dad taught me but if you see them open a door for a stranger or donate something or or go out on a limb to say thank you or and you go that's my legacy like i don't need the accolades for it i don't need the the any of that it just that inspiration and that impact for me is is a huge part of it yeah i think i forgot an important call out too is yeah being a family man like that's something that i want to leave behind too right. and i i heard you kind of just sharing that yourself. So I think that's really important too. Like all the personal accolades, that's that's great. But again, that, that means nothing at the end of the day uh, to me. What's most important is one, making the lives of other people better. Uh, two, I want to be remembered as someone that was loving, took care of his family and helped other people, which is definitely things that you shared as well. Another recent shower thought that I had recently, which is totally related, or at least I think so to this, is like I would hate passing away and climbing the steps to heaven and you know god's there to judge me and he's like oh hayden huber you're here and (laughs) where's this going i know you're like where the heck is this guy going and he's basically like well and he pulls out a sheet i had envisioned you doing x y and z and you didn't even do the first thing listed here to me that would break my heart so like that's why i want to be someone that is 
constantly learning, trying to motivate others and learning from others. Mm-hmm. Like that's what gets me going every day. That's how I get up and moving each and every day, even on the days where it's not that easy to do so. Yeah, exactly. Like I want to make sure that I am leaving behind a better world, a quote unquote legacy for myself, but in God's name or in God's honor. Like I want to make sure Mm -hmm. that I'm doing the things that God wanted me to do here on earth. Well, it's again, it's that, I mean, give me chills when you say stuff like that because <laughs> it is that it's that feeling again of like knowing that the pe- you're impacting people, and it's not always in ways you see it, but but it's it's ways that are going to come to fruition later. Mm-hmm. And I think um, that thought of you know, I again coming back to like it's not about the numbers game. Like you get you get to heaven's gates, and it's like God's going. You you inspired these two people or this one person or you were an amazing brother because of this this and this right like that to me that 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 stuff to me like and sounds like to you is just like so critical and that's what legacy to me is because God's not going to say hey how many billions of dollars did you make right you know like hey this is great you can't take it with you so it's 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 just interesting and and again like. There is the business aspect of the side of it that's like, yeah, I want I want to leave, you know, money behind it as part of my legacy, but that's not what I'm going to be remembered for. That's not that's not what what's gonna what people are going to go. Oh well, because he left money behind, he was a good person. It's because he he made me feel better. He inspired me to go after things I wanted. He ins- he inspired. He, he was a good person to be around. I always felt like he cared. Those are things. If I were to write my, those are things I'd want people to say. If I were to write my eulogy, like whenever I talked to Cole, he seemed like he genuinely cared about me. Whenever I reached out to him, he had a positive attitude and made me feel better about my day. Whenever I came to Cole with a problem, he didn't look at it as a problem. He helped me figure out a solution. If I were to write my eulogy, like that's what I would want people to say. So how can I live my life to get people to say that when I'm dead and gone? Dude, you gave me goosebumps, man. That's what I want. Yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm, I'm loving it, man. This is a very deep and uh, passionate conversation that we're having with you all here. Another just random thought as we were talking about all this is like, I wonder what God's qualifications or criteria are when He's going through like your final judgment. And I wonder if it is like how many people did Cole impact in his life or how many people did Hayden impact in his life? Just again, a random well, thought no. as we were talking. So I think I love that too. Here's a th- here's a, here's like to add to that. If you, I remember we had this conversation with my men's group about like taking action versus just talking about action. Mm-hmm. And I think God's going to be like, like, who did you like, who did you impact? Like it, maybe it was two people, five people, but like, Whose lives did you directly impact in a positive way mm-hmm. and move them, help move them forward, help them be better? Like, that's what he's going to check off. Not like anything else. Totally. And I'm sure it wouldn't even be like a strict numbers game where if Cole impacted 100 people and I impacted only two, one of those people, and again, I'm kind of going down a rabbit hole, but... I motivated someone that was in a deep, dark place and they got out of that and ended up being like the president of the United States or something like that. That's where I'm going in terms of like, well, it's not always equal in terms of who you're impacting, I guess. Right, well, right. And it's like, if it's coming from a place of love, mm-hmm. like that's what's important. Like totally. if it's coming from a place of love and caring, 
you know, movers and shakers, maybe. That's what we are. Dude, Remember? I can't believe how deep we got on this. We had no idea what we were getting into. Get, we're totally a, unscripted. Yeah. Well, you, you you got me. My juice is flowing. <laughs> no, I, I uh, well, legacy is, I mean, this is stuff you think about when you, when you, yeah. When you dive down into yourself and you're trying to, when you're trying to get better, you're thinking about your legacy and you're thinking about how you're impacting others. I, that's not a that's not a broad statement. That's not an opinion. That's a fact. If you if you're trying to move forward in life, now you're not always thinking about how you can impact people in the right way, right? But you're thinking about how you're going to impact others, whether it's for selfish gain or not. You're still thinking about that. So Cole and I are going to give everyone who's listening some homework. We want to hear from you guys. What type of legacy do you want to leave behind? Let us know in the comments. Let us know. I love that. Yeah, what do you what do you want to be remembered for? I mean, wouldn't that be silly if we spent 90% of our life doing things that God didn't want us to do? Again, it's just a another random thought as we're talking deep here, like we're constantly distracted and I'll speak for myself. Like I'm more and more distracted. I'm recognizing it, which is the first step there with technology. Like we've got these cell phones that we carry around and we've talked about it on previous episodes. There's, you know, TV, there's all these streaming platforms and you can constantly watch unlimited content. Right. Right. Now, Please don't tune away from Cole and I. <laughs> I want to make sure that we're clear on that. I had to <laughs> sprinkle that in there. But like, I guess where I'm going with this is like, wow, Hayden spent 90% of his life or X percent of his life, probably too much, watching something on a device like and not being out in the real world. Like That would be sad. Right. Well, and I, think- I think too many people are doing that today, and I'm raising my hand saying that, I am doing that probably a little bit too much. So it's like, all right, how do I step out of my comfort zone and make sure that I'm not living on a screen because the screen is just a digital tool. Well, it's not real. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's really, it's it's just a, it's a fake way of communicating and engaging. I mean, yeah, it's nice to have and it's good for staying in touch. Like, don't get me wrong, FaceTiming and all that technology, like, that's fantastic, especially when you're like out and about it, you're traveling, you have family or, or friends far away. But then there's like that again that comes back to that balance of like are you are you taking action or are you just reading about action? Are you right. engaging with people or are you just like engaging with your phone? I mean, where do you want to put your energy at? Well said. Yeah. I mean, again, I don't want what I just said to be taken out of context. Cell phones, TVs for watching, like educational stuff. Like that can be very rewarding, but you want to find that healthy balance. Like you don't only be turning down opportunities to, you know, go out and socialize with people because you're at home binge watching Netflix. I mean, if you want to do that, you can do that. But like, if you do that all the time and that's where it's like, maybe you should look at changing some of your habits. You know, what's a gut check for that is if you got on the iPhones at least now, like mm, the time spent or whatever, you're like, sometimes you just go, Oh my word. Right. It's like, it says like three hours and 45 minutes a day. And it's like, can I ask what, what you're at? What would you say you're three, at? Probably three hours a day. Really? That's, that's good. What do you think I'm at? <laughs> what did it say last time you got it? I, I mean, I've only looked at it a couple of times, but 
It's higher than your number. And maybe it's not like really high, but like what would you guess that I'm at? Five. No, I'm not that high. I think I'm at four to four and a half. See, but to me, three hours was like super, super high. Yeah, I mean, again, it's all relative. We're kind of going down a rabbit hole here, but like we're both for our personal or for our professional jobs, like we have to be on our phones. Right. Like, so I, again, it's you're including that in the three or four hours. It's just hard to look at though sometimes when you're just like, totally. You're like, it's like total screen time. Like, you were up 37% this week. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, oh. But that's where, like, where my analyst mindset comes into play. Like, if you're up 37% because you were on Facebook or Snapchat, then yeah, that's a problem. Does it get granular with that? I think it does. Again, I've only looked a couple of times, so correct me if I'm wrong, folks. I think it does kind of split it out where you you can get the percentages by breakdown of apps or at least certain apps. Um, Whereas, yeah, if you're up 37% because, yeah, you were making more conference calls, then that's a different story. Well, right. Like, yeah, I guess I never thought about it like that because, I mean, I use my cell phone for like – Ninety uh, percent. That's how my, you make your bacon. Ninety percent of my calls are on my cell phone. Yeah, <laughs> totally. I'll make my bacon. <laughs> you like that? Yeah, I did like that. I You've did. heard of that one before, right? I did. Good. I because liked that. I was shocked when you said I've never heard someone use the word. I'm gonna noodle on that. Oh, I gotta start. Have using you been that. using that? No, I got to though. Come on, now. I'll use it with you. That's a reminder. Ding, ding, ding! <laughs> you just text me every day. Are you noodling, bro? Dude, I'm on cloud nine right now talking. I've been on cloud nine all night. You're always on cloud nine on the show and uh, not on the show. Dude, that's got, just who you are, bro. You got, you got me really fired up. I hope everybody had a great Easter that's listening as well. Yes. For anyone that celebrates Easter, hope you guys had a wonderful Easter. We had a nice little clip wishing everyone a happy Easter yeah. that we were proud to put together. And then for those that are Jewish celebrating Passover, hopefully you guys are having a nice Passover. I believe that lasts like a week, I think. The, uh, only reason, gr- the only reason why I know that is because I looked it up recently. Well, my grandpa's Jewish, and I don't even know. No. Oh, okay. Yeah. So we had good intentions wishing you a happy <laughs> Easter, whether or not you <laughs> celebrate Easter. I don't know. Okay. Why so I have to say this. If you drive by my house, anyone that's listening that drives by my house, is there an Easter bunny? Literally, no. So we got Ava got markers from the Easter bunny, and they're like washable markers for windows. Uh huh. So we spent like three hours yesterday <laughs> going around and like coloring on windows. So we've got like Easter eggs on our windows and like happy Easter, like crosses and stuff. Aww. Yeah. It says they're washable. So And now you're worried. Like, I'm on, like, oh, now I'm thinking crap. about it. I'm like, I hope they're, <laughs> they're washable. I'm sure they'll come. Yeah. The Easter bunny came. The Easter bunny hit the eggs in a lot of hard places. Yeah. I, we should have started with that. Did you guys have a nice Easter? That was a great Easter. Yeah. What about you? It was good. It was a busy Easter. I mean, I spent time with family for two or three hours. Grandma hosted. I uh, had the family over. Had some uh, family friends over, which was nice. Catching oh, up here? with them. No, not here. Uh, at my grandma's oh, place. Oh, okay. Uh, but I actually did entertain some people on Friday night uh, before I kicked off my weekend of fun with all the projects out yeah. there. But uh, yeah, after Easter brunch yesterday, I went back out and was grinding. On Dude, you'll do projects. a good job. Yeah, we had a uh, we actually hosted at our house. Oh, nice! Yeah, so I cooked on the. I was looking for my invite, but maybe uh, I got lost. I, I think I thought I sent it. Yeah, did you send it by uh, 
pigeon? I actually, yeah, I actually sent it with a Hogwarts owl. <laughs> <laughs> those, you know, like the owls, yeah. 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 My son has showed up. Um, I clicked on that. Shout out to Blackstone, by the way. I want them to sponsor us. You know Blackstone Grill, like a bocce grill? Not sponsored yet. They're coming. They're coming, though. You like how I threw that in there? Not, Not yet. Sponsored yet. Anybody that doesn't know what a Blackstone is should look look at getting them because I got one for my birthday. And it's a basically a hibachi grill. It's got mm. the two burners, and it's just a big hot plate, basically. But you can do, like, anything you want. So we did, like, flank steak. I had some, like, onions and mushrooms grilling on it that I had steamed broccoli all at the same time. Dude, you're making me so hungry right it now. It was so good. So I cooked for my whole family. My parents, my brother came in town. Um, and then, like, my kids, obviously. So we did that. My grandma was over. And then... Uh, yeah, the, the whole damn family. The, the Easter egg hunt. Loving it. Easter egg hunt. It was funny. So, like, by the time I woke up, I heard Ava comes in the room. She goes, did the Easter egg hunt? And we're like, yeah, I think so. And we're like, you can go downstairs. We'll meet you down there. By the time we got downstairs, she'd already, like, opened her Easter basket from the Easter Bunny and... The Easter Bunny. And uh, she got all the... Like, most of the eggs, she thought. So I'm, like, trying to, like, be casual about it. Because I was like... First, I was a little groggy. And so I was like... Did you get all the eggs? And she's like, yeah, I got them all, Dad. Well, I'm the one that hit them, right? Right. So I'm like walking around going, are you sure you got them all? And I'm trying not to look so obvious that like I know where I put them. But I'm just like kind of like checking like around corners. I'm like peeking behind like pictures. I'm like, I'm pretty sure you got a few more eggs. <laughs> she goes, how do you know where all the eggs are, Dad? I said, I, gr- I mean, she's like, I'm like, I'm 28 years old. The Easter Bunny's been coming for a long time. I know how the I know what I know how the Easter Bunny thinks is what I told her. <laughs> Dude, that's so smart. You're thinking on your feet quick yeah. there. And yeah. you're good at doing that. <laughs> yeah. She's like, How do you know this? I'm like, I know how the Easter Bunny thinks, sweetheart. I've been I've been finding Easter eggs for a long time. Well, I'm super happy that Ava and you all had a wonderful Easter. Thank um, you. I think uh, we sign off, especially as you were talking about food. I'm I'm getting starving. I'm i I'm hungry. Yeah. I'm getting starving. That's not even all right. I'm a starving Marvin. Yeah, I'm a starving Marvin. There we go. I can't even speak straight. I'm so hungry right now. That's I'm getting a hunger headache. Let's let's sign off. Yeah, let's let's do it. So once again, folks, thank you for tuning in. We can't say thank you enough. We're always grateful for you listeners. Please comment. Let us know what type of legacy you want to leave behind, as we mentioned earlier on in the show. And again, we want to thank our partners out there being Kevin and Luke Keefe from Patriot Signage. If you guys want a yard sign, please don't hesitate to reach out. We have a few left. And thank you to our super fans for putting uh, signs up in their yards. Uh, We do have some exciting guests coming on here in the next month or so. So please continue to tune in. And we also have some new partnerships that are in the works that we'll be announcing soon. Uh, So that's exciting. Cole, anything else that you would add? Nope. More to come. Thanks, guys. Thank you, guys. See ya. Bye.